Welcome back to the on uh, what what's the name of the podcast? Uh, the Kicking It Official Podcast. Gotcha. The Kicking It Official Podcast. Kicking It Screaming Podcast. I'm Jason Earl Jones, and you're Olivia Holt. I don't want to be anybody on that show. No. No. Here's, I don't. <laughs> Jason Earl Jones is around the Disney Channel for too long. He got into it too late. He wasn't old, but he wasn't young. I just don't think he ever should have gotten into it. I'm happy he did. One person. Two people. Uh-uh. Jason Who's Earl the second? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he, he, he was good at life. Oh, at life. You're not just saying like good at playing an older brother. You were the full thing. He was good at life. I would assume. I don't know too much about him. A disclaimer that we do not know whether or not he was good at life. If he did something bad, uh, we don't condone it. I haven't heard anything about him. Yet. Yet. That's the key thing. But you know what I haven't heard about either? The actual movie we're talking the about movie, today? Gotta Kick It Up. <laughs> gotta Kick It Up is what we are here to discuss today. <laughs> I have watched three and a half movies since I saw this movie. Uh, I have watched none, but feels like I watched this movie a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and to put it in perspective, I watched it yesterday at 5 o'clock. <laughs> Is that what caused your power to go out, this movie? Yeah. I was like, I don't know if we should record the podcast today, tonight, because what if the power goes out? And then as soon as I finished that sentence, my power went out. <laughs> Which was unfortunate. It didn't, it wasn't out for long, but it was, you know... The world made me aware of that threat, and I was took it, it as was a, word a of caution. It was a sign. It, re- it really was. It was a sign that we were we would record an hour of this podcast and then have it <laughs> all be gone. But guess what? Today we're powering through it. We're back. The universe cannot stop us from talking about another decom. It probably could, but we're not gonna let it. It could straight up murder me in the next five seconds. If well, if the power goes out, we you know we gotta just we'll hop back on and we'll we'll start again. <laughs> At the uni- not the universe, the world needs to hear this episode. The world needs to hear this episode because God knows we won't remember this after tonight. I yeah no we've I, we've talked I about barely it remember it now. Like you said, <laughs> three and a half movies ago. Are they all Fast and Furious movies? Uh, well, one of them is Fast and the Furious, which I watched immediately after watching Point Break, which is pretty much Fast and the Furious just 10 years earlier. (laughs) And it's pretty much what Fast and the Furious is based off of. So, I guess, yeah, two of the three and a half. Um, if somebody can help Tony's Fast and Furious addiction... Uh, it's not an addiction, us. they're just good movies. I like the movies. 
I, and it's the only, it's just the first time that I've watched one of them a second time. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't the- watch movies more than once too often. The way you've been talking about it makes it seem like you are an expert on them. No, I just had to watch nine to get through <laughs> the series. And they're good movies. Six of them are good movies. <laughs> Sorry, seven of them are good. Mm. Six of them are good movies. Two of them are all right movies. Only one of them is bad. But we're not here to discuss which one. And we're not talking about F9 the Fast Saga. <laughs> that one has to be good. Uh, what movie are we talking about? I don't know. I was trying to connect the Fast and Furious to dance and uh, uh, something, but well, what we were uh, watching. What, what's his name? Chewie has a cool car in this movie. Chewie's got a pretty cool car. Uh, yeah. Looks like it couldn't go over 25 miles per hour, but... That's how they get you. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, they, you know, you think that the car can't go fast, and then it goes fast. Oh, my mom car does that. Like, my Mazda. Mm-hmm. It, do- it doesn't look like it can go fast. But it can go, like, six, like zero to 60 in probably, like, seven seconds. It's not. You know what? And if you, like... <laughs> What? What? Nothing. Hate That's on my a, car. It's a 10-minute car, not a 10-second car. Um, anyway. Enough about cars? Uh, I'd argue we never said really anything about cars during that. <laughs> <laughs> All just I, nonsense. I, Which I, one I, I gotta I, kick it up for the fourth time. I'm Anthony. I am Ethan not uh, Jason Earl Jones. Is that his really name, or is it Jason Dolly? Is that somebody else? You have you're you're confusing three people. You have Jason <laughs> Earl, brother from Hannah Montana. Yeah. Jason Dolly, um, uh, blonde kid from Minutemen and Hatching Pete. <laughs> okay. And, uh, he was on a show, I think. Pair Kings? No, that's wrong. The other one, the the baby one. The baby one. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't anyway. help. <laughs> anyway. Um, and the third person you're confusing is James Earl Jones, the voice of Darth Vader. I, w- I would say all on the same level. So I get where I'm confusing them. I don't even think that's... Um, It just kind of feels like something that's illegal to joke about these days. Is that offensive? (laughs) No, just like, you know, saying that anyone's on the level of James Earl Jones. Cancel me. Do it. My opinions are facts. Especially Jason Dolly and uh, Jason Earl. (laughs) Jason Earl. If if you combine both of them together, they're probably better than James Earl Jones. Enough out of you. Um, okay, for the last and final time, gotta kick it up. We're watching Gotta Kick It Up. And you know what we gotta do? Kick it up? End this podcast. So let's get started. Gotta kick it up. I thought we just weren't gonna discuss it. Okay, fine. Well, I, hey, <laughs> you can also do that. But there's like bits and pieces in this movie that I think we're talking about. And it's like mostly like the cast and the director. 
the rest of it's not really like the movie itself is kind of like i mean <laughs> it didn't uh, it wasn't like the worst one that we've watched no uh, i would argue it's not even uh, bad we'll get to that i'd say it's very very boring <laughs> and it's uncomfortable <laughs> It's got no soundtrack notes, so this movie is worthless to me. There is no soundtrack notes to a movie about dance teams. Yeah, there's there's nothing fun. I just that just goes to so I just Wikipedia, IMDb, none of them say anything. Anyway, no, the thing about the worst part about it is the thing about soundtrack notes is like I that's where I do like the most of my research. Like I will look up lyrics. That's wild. But for this one, I. I just like couldn't hear the lyrics and the song changes were too quick, so I gave up. I've been like going back and forth on lifting like the actor band from you. I wish you would. Because I like here's my well, here's my one thing is I'm just so worried that it will be like it used to be where ninety percent of the time you go, Oh, where do I know that person from? And then it just be a decom. <laughs> it's only funny like the first two times. Right. It's only yeah. <laughs> but like I ju- I'm just concerned that's how it'll play out more often than not. Uh yeah, no, I'm clueless about every actor except one in this movie, and even then I was confused. Also, it was the only white actor in this movie, which is not good for me. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I just you know, I I'm I wonder where you know her from. Okay. Well, so wild that you ha- that you don't recognize another person in this movie. But there's a I, couple where I went. Uh, I think I know you, but he banned me. Right. Yeah. So here's that's my problem is I think I think you watch this movie, you see the lead girl, and you go, that girl looks like someone and then you look up this girl and then you're like um oh it's not the girl from cadet kelly you know that didn't cross my mind oh that's a, that's shocking um because <laughs> they do bear a striking resemblance but yeah like so i'm i'm open to lifting the band uh i'm welcome to hear out your case to lift the band anything to stop us from talking about this movie I didn't prepare a case. Um, I feel like I offer a unique side to interesting stuff that you don't care about, like movies, TV shows, uh, video games, uh, stuff that these actors were in that you do not give two poos about. Um, right. Yeah, like... And like, here's also the thing. I tried to, like, I said, hey, look up this specific actor <laughs> last week, and you just didn't. The thing is, you told me to, like, to, like, you, a while back, you banned me from looking at the actors. So that in my brain meant never again I will Despite look at me an actor. saying it that week. On that yeah, week. yeah. I, I, I still will text you, yeah, I'll look her up. But my brain is still like, you're banned. He right. will come to your house and beat you up. He does that, guys. Um, only once. And he drove me there. That's true. I'm a very generous person. Drove me to, drove me to your house, yes. 
Um, here's the thing. Yeah. I'm okay with lifting the ban. Okay. But I, I, you know, I just think be loose with, you know, like be, don't like, don't, you know, don't spend the whole time like trying to be like, where do I know this person from? And then, and then you come to a decom (laughs) or like searching and searching for someone that was on Glee, you know, like be like cool with it you know like you got banned because you were like not cool you were annoying (laughs) (laughs) well i I, you said don't look up where glee characters are coming in but they said regionals in this movie so i'm gonna have to bring it up in this one yeah you're annoying but like i accept you you know love you too bro you're my only friend (laughs) so it's fine oh me too But like you know, so like I'll I'll hand you the keys back, but I've like taken like two keys off. You, know? you taken the most important keys off. I've taken like one or two keys off your ring of keys, and I'm like, well, now he can't enter that room, and we're all safer because. Of <laughs> but I'm still distracted by the jingle jangle of the rest of the keys that I right, don't care. The rest of the keys are very shiny. <laughs> they're shiny and they're loud. So that's enough for me. So I, I'm honored to be back, and I will definitely ruin it next week. So I think we should get into the movie while we can. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so for the sixth and hopefully final time, we watched Gotta Kick It Up this week. And that premiered on the Kickfield Disney Channel on July 26, 2002. On the Kicking Disney Channel. The, um, oh, that would have been a good one. Sorry. So... Gotta kick it up based off of a true story, I guess. Didn't know that until Until the the end, end. yeah. Until the end, which that title card is, uh, we'll talk about that when we get to the title. It's hilarious, it's (laughs) hilarious because you know what it implies, yeah. It Um, implies that they sucked. It implies that I'm just gonna say it now, (laughs) yeah. The title card at the very end of the movie implies that they do not do good in the real world. (laughs) You, you get like the closure of like relationships between characters but then they just kind of slide in the fact it's like oh they didn't do too well here yeah, though yeah. <laughs> we're not even gonna put a number that's how bad they were <laughs> um but uh movie written directed by ramon menendez who has directed two other movies in Both- total in total, both before this, also like two episodes of TV shows, but like two other movies, both before this. Uh, the first one was a little known movie called Stand and Deliver. Um, starring Edward James Olmos, Lou Diamond Phillips, and Andy Garcia, uh, which got Edward James Olmos an Oscar nomination. A Golden Globe nomination, and it also got Lou Diamond Phillips a Golden Globe nomination. Um, it won uh, the Best Picture at the Independent Spirit Awards. So, in case you thought uh, the little known the little known movie part is a uh, that is not true, it's a <laughs> it's also kind of loosely based off. It is also like like Andrew James almost is like a teacher, and he like teaches like uh like dropout risk students like uh, pre calc. Or something. <laughs> so, like, I guess it's like kind of along the same veins of what's going on here. Recalc saving the world. The so like big movie does okay. well. 
starts out small, makes money, wins awards, gets important nominations for important actors. Um, his next movie is a 1994 R-rated Disney movie starring John Cusack, featuring Benicio Del Toro, and the late greats James Gandolfini and Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's about a guy that finds $1.2 million because it fell off of an armored truck. Movie had an $11 million budget. Um, well, uh, made one. It made $1 million. So it didn't make as much money as what fell off the armored truck, is what you're saying. Uh, it might have, but not by much. I think it might have <laughs> actually made $1.1 million. <laughs> uh, so movie lost $10 million. And uh, then they said, six years later, if you would like to direct a movie again, uh, we don't trust you. So here's the decom. So here's the decom. Uh, wild, just a wild stat sheet. That's like when you win the rookie of the year, <laughs> like in your first year, get traded and then just DFA'd and only play in the minors for the rest of your career. This is a weird run. That's why I always start like, off doing pretty badly that's what we do with the podcast we started off really badly and then we got here because we wanted to go up we didn't want to like hit you with the good stuff first right well now we're just constantly hitting home run we're hitting bangers dingers mashers you know yeah untouchable this podcast yeah it's audio i mean you can't really touch that unless you want to like print out like audio waves or like this script for the podcast we don't have a script we, we should <laughs> we should it would make uh well make it go smoother but you know <laughs> who cares though you know no script's good i think i think you went off script there i think i think you're supposed to say i love scripts <laughs> i'm anti-script <laughs> so yeah gotta kick it up anything else to say before we actually get into the movie we've been I mean, Stalin. I mean, we'll talk about the actors while the movie goes on. So, I guess let's just do it. We're here. We gotta do it. <laughs> okay. We'll stop real soon, you know. Fine. Ready? Let's do it. Okay. We open the movie to one of our main characters. Her name is Yolanda. She's getting her uh, rip-off Reese's Cups, a.k.a. Nutty Cups, knocked out of her hand uh, because she's being bullied by somebody at school uh but luckily she is saved by her friend daisy do you so do you recognize yolanda uh no all right weird kind of surprising really that, yes. that's weird <laughs> all right uh yolanda is played by emmy award winner america ferrera in one of her like first three roles um she wins the emmy for ugly betty She's in the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. She's in. She's the uh, the female lead in How to Train Your Dragon. All those movies, and uh, she was just recently, most recently, on Superstore. Me and the watch that one. Weird show, because she's like, I'm out in season five, and then they're like, you know what? Um, we'll take you out, but 
there was a pandemic that just hit, and instead of like just doing normal stuff, what if we embrace the pandemic? I think I've seen clips from it. Like, and it's just like it's it's exactly what you shouldn't have done, and it is uh, uncomfortable to watch as you just because like it's as if you're just watching like clips from a Walmart during the <laughs> pandemic, and you're like, why would I want? Why would I want this? And then the <laughs> show gets canceled after she leaves. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Uh-huh. She does, I think, come back for the finale, but I don't. I didn't finish the last season. Because it was uncomfortable. But if you look, you know, the reason is like, she's like a fairly known name. I mean, it's also like a unique enough name that like once she gets into like the zeitgeist, like America Ferreira is, you know, you don't really, yeah, you remember that's, you know, America is a notable name. Um. (laughs) But, like, if you look at the last four movies we've done, including this one, we've had Hilary Duff, Shia LaBeouf, Lindsay Lohan, America <laughs> Hilary Duff, Shia LaBeouf. That's all I got. I got no more of that. There. We have these, like, four. Uh, two of them are the leads. One of them is the second lead, but it's really a movie about him. And then America Ferreira is in this movie is like the first person you see first person who talks feels like would be a bigger part of this movie yeah because she turns out to be such a like accomplice actress um not in this movie gets shoved into the back immediately is not in this movie. <laughs> she they like kind of give her an arc where it's like and then and then they just toss it in the curb. Um, but she, you know, out of those four names, she's the least known name. Um, significantly the most successful of the <laughs> four. You know, like I don't even think it's close. Yeah. In terms of acting career. I'm not gonna debate you. She's the only I mean, she has an Emmy. Oh, well, I guess that puts you somewhere. Yeah. But where was she and Herbie fully loaded? That's the better question. You know what? Maybe not, but... Was she on the Herbie fully loaded soundtrack? It wasn't Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, so I don't know. You know. Pants can't travel, so at the movie doesn't count. Pants can travel because you walk around with pants on your legs. Says you. You're a concerning individual. But yeah. You don't know my life. <laughs> no, I don't. And Zooms are from the top good, up. You can't probably see. Probably a good thing. Can't see anything. But like, as a, like, she is the one of Fine. these four, despite being like the least notable. One. And depends on if you knew Hillary Duff from Disney Channel. And if you <laughs> didn't, a- you probably know. You might know America Ferrera, but if you know Hillary Duff, yeah, depends um, on your priorities. Depends on your priorities, really. So it's just like, yeah, like. Her showing up here is kind of like, and then her, oh. it, her isn't, yeah, her showing up here is like, oh, it's her. And then her not being in the movie at all is like, what? I don't have anything on the lead. On the movie. She, she just kind of shows up in like TV shows. Uh, yeah, she doesn't, yeah. 
we have more people to talk about though. So we got a lot more. We got a lot more. Uh, after this, we see a new teacher. Her name is Miss Bartlett. Uh, she arrives to the school. Okay, there's a lot happening in these first couple of scenes. Do you want me to just run through this stuff? Yeah, why don't we run through? Yeah. Uh, we then go to Yolanda and Daisy. They're dancing because that's a big thing in this movie. Daisy here makes fun of a girl named Esmeralda for trying to play girly music, uh, which is very mean. Uh, we then meet Principal Zvala, who is surprised that Miss Bartlett even showed up to the school. And then we go to class where while waiting for Miss Bartlett, the students do some dancing until Miss Bartlett comes in. She loses control of the class, but then the principal comes in and gets some order by handing out detention to uh, Daisy, which is going to come into play a little bit later. This movie is a really bizarre movie that is so boring, <laughs> yet so fast-paced, yet is an hour and 20 minutes long and feels like two hours. At least. At it, least. The second half of this movie, I feel, flows a little better. But especially this first, these first couple of scenes. They're rough. They're, there's rough, and I think there's something about the dialogue here that you go. Nobody in their life has talked like this before. To anybody. It's very, like, just, like, no way there was, like, a fourth draft of this script. No. It, it seems like they went, okay, what are some individual phrases that kids would say? Right. And then they never got to the point where they would blend it into a conversation. Outside of, like, si se puedes, they don't, like, they don't <laughs> hit. There's not another line that works. And, I mean, I'll, si se puedes hits. It hits hard. Yeah. The scenes drag out. The dance scenes are really awkward. Yeah, because... They're, I, like, something... They're not cringy, but, like, they're hard to watch. Yeah, you can tell they're good at dancing. Like, that's the thing. And it's, like... I... They want you to make it seem like this dancing is cool. But I don't think it comes across that way. No, no, no. And like, and they do this weird thing with like the dance teacher, um, um, Bartlett, yeah. where it's like, she's like 30 in this movie. She's six years older than the lead girl. And they make <laughs> her look 10 years older. Is she wearing a wig? Has to be. Has to be. Has to be. No, she's not wearing a wig. That, if she is, I'm sorry. You know, if she <laughs> like is, I love her. I love her. She's a great actress. Uh, it, like I think they took off her wig for like the dancing scenes, like because it looked a lot better there. Um, it yeah. didn't look like a helmet on her head. Right, but that's a good uh chance to transition here into uh our next pair of actors. Principal Zavala is played by Miguel Sandoval. Uh, what has he, he done? A lot. He's, he's <laughs> like, he's a that guy, you know? He's, yeah. he's in Jurassic Park. He's, a scarf. he's just kind of like, he's there. When oh, you right. need a guy, he's there. Um, <laughs> so that's why I recognized him. There's right, got to be something. He's in just a lot. Like, I couldn't pinpoint one thing. That's me. fine. 
Um, Heather Bartlett is played by Susan Egg Egghead. Uh, Edgen Egan. I would Egan. Uh, yeah. What do you recognize her from? I recognize her name from the original Broadway cast soundtrack of Beauty and the Beast. God, you're a nerd. I know. Uh, Tony nominated for that uh, role. She's great. Sure, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, also plays Millie in Thoroughly Modern Millie on Broadway. Don't care. <laughs> uh, just another title role she gets. Um, I, yeah, I didn't recognize her from that. I, I recognize like, her name. I don't, I know what she looked like, but when I saw the name in the credits, it was like, it's and Susan. That's, yeah, her, so her big thing, and it's very confusing why this is her big thing. Well, it's not confusing why this is a big thing. It's confusing why she does this and never really anything big again. Um, she is Meg in Hercules. Oh! Which uh. you would not be able to tell from this movie because I think the one time where, like, the voice kind of plays is when she's yelling. That makes sense. <laughs> Like, that's the only time where, like, you kind of hear the Meg voice in it. But she's also got the super weird thing of, like, she was fell on Beauty and the Beast. She really wants to do Meg. She auditions, like, a bunch of times. And they finally let her do it. They spin it off into a TV show, Hercules. And she's in two episodes of it. And it runs for, like, 70. And then, like, <laughs> she just kind of, like, like, she still does, like, she does a lot of voice work now. She does all that. She's Megan, all the Kingdom Hearts. Um, She was on Steven Universe. But, like, she doesn't really, like, do any anything else after Hercules. This movie killed her career. Couldn't have helped. They saw, that ha- they saw that hair and went, uh, we're not going to cast her anymore. Yeah. Also, um, because I didn't, you know, I thought, I needed to give Ethan another thing for him to really, you know, appreciate her. She plays Doc Ock's wife in the Spider-Man 2 video game. I do not have the Spider-Man 2 video game. I have Spider-Man 1 for the PS2. But I love that. You know me so well, man. Mm -hmm. They took, I think, the Asian character and made her not Asian anymore. Was that his wife? In was she Asian? And I thought his wife was Asian, but I it's been a while. I don't know. Doesn't he murder her? Uh, manslaughter. It's it's, same thing. Not in a court of law, but like, like yeah, yeah, like he could have not. It's tomato, tomato. He could have not done that, but it probably would have taken a lot out of him to not, you know, (laughs) give himself robot arms. We all make that mistake once in our lives. Right. So the next scene in Spider-Man 2, after <laughs> um, he smashes open the glass, and then glass shards fly everywhere, is... I don't remember. It's been a while, actually. Since but that goes in Spider-Man. I, I think Spider-Man 2 is the least... Not memorable Spider-Man movie, but, like, I remember the, uh, the first one and the third one a lot more. I remember the third one because I was older when I saw the third one. I've also rewatched the third one more. Uh, the second one's definitely the better one. No. That's what people say. Yeah. His first one's got bone saw. So, like, right. that's cool. Sure. 
bone saw is ready. Uh, Got you for three minutes. Uh, did he die recently? Yeah, it was the Macho Man. Oh. He died a couple years back. Um, I thought he was in the news recently. Um, yeah, <laughs> Spider Man Two is Doc Ock, and the Hobgoblin. Right, Hobgoblin. Uh, James Franco. No, you mix. You're mixing the Amazing Spider-Man in here. We need to move on. I'm absolutely. If I'm, you're right. If I'm mixing. Oh wait, no, sorry. James Franco is in the first. He's in the. He's in the, all of them. W- William Defoe's in the first one because he's the Green Goblin. Is the Green Goblin the third? Green Goblin's got to be in the third one. Green Goblin's in the first one. The third one is Venom, Sandman, and. The Hobgoblin, but the Hobgoblin starts out bad, um, has his, like, memory wiped. Yeah, because Spider-Man, like, beat the poop Just out of him. Like, he smashed him. his head on, like, he, like, knocked him off his board, yeah. and he, like, smashed his head on the trash can. And then he... And he was dating Mary Jane in the third one. That was messed right. up. Right. Well, yeah, they were dating because she was, like, because Toby started to suck because of the... Venom. Venom. And, uh, and then they fight, um... They fight together against Venom and Sandman. Yeah, I do. Okay, I do remember this. Side note: Did you see the real Green Goblin in New York City? Yes. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> That's uncomfortable. We are dead. I. But <laughs> I'll be honest. Kind of surprised people weren't throwing more stuff at him. That was my <laughs> big takeaway. Yeah, I, I feel like you say you're like uh, either it just you throw something at him at A to either get him down. Or B, just because it's funny. Right, like, yeah. Either way, we're dead in, like, the Either next way. week. <laughs> yeah, no, we're done. Jeff Bezos just left Earth on a rocket ship. You think we're, you know, we're toast. They, and then they he told- said, he's like, oh, we're gonna have Prime Day while I'm gone. <laughs> Wink. No. Sp- Sp- Spider-Man said anybody can put on the mask, but uh, we're not stopping that Green Goblin. <laughs> no, 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 no. If I see him, I'll fight him. <laughs> but... R.I.P. Tony. Um, I got to do the podcast by myself now. All right. So then in the second one, it's Doc Ock. Okay, we're done. And then is it also James Franco uncovering the truth about his father? Maybe. Dude, uh, I I told you, I don't remember the second one. Yeah, I believe. I think that's what that is. And then Mary Jane's like dating a sailor. A sailor. No, is she dating a sailor in the first one? I don't know. I think it's the second one. And then the first one is Willem Dafoe. Yeah, well, of course, the first one is Willem Dafoe, where he gets punctured with the board, straight up. And bone saw. I said that already, but I felt like I should remind people. Yeah. Well, how many minutes does he have him? Got you for three minutes! Okay. You know what, you know what we've had for three minutes? What? Conversations about this movie. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, this conversation has been going on for more than three minutes, so I was a little confused. Let's get back into, gotta kick it up. Is there another actor? Oh, no, you introduced both. Um, I, I do want to say, you can tell how this movie was made in the early 2000s by uh, Miss Bartlett going, describing her past life, basically going, oh, I worked for a dot-com company. There's a lot of just, like, old, old people talk. <laughs> Nobody was talked to another human being as talked to anybody. No. Recently. <laughs> or at the time. Um, so in the next scene, Yolanda and another character. I didn't know her name at the time. She's on the team. 
Um, they have a conversation about after class about how the school dance key team is going to be disbanded because the cur the teacher who was running it retired. Um, and they say that Esmeralda is going to freak out because she wants to be a dancer the most. I don't know. It's not really explored after the next scene where you kind of see her dancing in front of her mirror, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. Implies like the only way you can possibly dance in South California is San Diego. It's like right by San Diego. So like surrounding San Diego. In California, the only way you can dance is if you join the ninth grade dance team. You know, it was really weird how like they had a specific dance team just for ninth grade. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like, I guess you want to, like, avoid, like, old people, but I don't know. It didn't seem like they had enough, like, interest in a dance team to really, like, make more than one. <laughs> it's like one big dance team. I don't, was there a dance team at your school? Uh, I think so. Sure. There was a dance team at my school, and, like, they, the one thing I remember about them is, like, they only ever perform at ta at the talent shows, and then they'd also just randomly be practicing in the middle of <laughs> the house of our theater during any hours, <laughs> any and all hours. I um I think we had a hip hop dance club. I was not a part of it, so yeah. Also, the weird thing, and and we'll get more into it. This movie doesn't seem to know the difference between a dance team and, like, a cheer squad. And yeah. I guess I don't know either, so... I don't know if there's some deep lore we're missing here, but they're like, we are training to become a dance team, and then they go to cheerleading competitions. Right, like, that's clear. And they literally do cheers. And they dress in cheerleading outfits. Yeah. And have pom-pom. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, because then Miss Bartlett goes like, oh, we got to get you the dance team outfits, and they're just cheerleading uniforms. Right. I don't get it, but uh, frankly, I don't think I cared after, like, the first competition. I went, ah, guess we're going to roll with this. We see Esmeralda at home a little bit. Nothing really happens here. We just see that she really wants to be a dancer. We see Ernie from the George Lopez show. Shout out. Woo. <laughs> Daisy is then picked up by her... Boyfriend, I wasn't sure at this point, but it's her boyfriend. Uh, boyfriend Chewy. I hoped it was her boyfriend because he was, yeah, talking like that. Um, great, great. Yeah, <laughs> hard to spell. Um, because you feel like it should have more letters than it does, but it's only got four, and you can well, figure that one out yourself. Distinct way to spell Chewy, and it's not that one. <laughs> uh, Chewy, um, is talking to Daisy and he tells her that he once got out of detention because Daisy has detention because she danced in class that one time. Um, yeah, we gotta... didn't really go over that scene, but like, it's everybody in that scene sucked. <laughs> it it felt like these people never met before in their lives, lives, and then they sat them all down in a room and made Daisy dance. And went, cheer her on like your great friends. And also you hate authority at the same time. Yeah, and then we'll just have the adult stand in the background just repeating science terms. <laughs> as, <laughs> as quiet as possible. <laughs> Us talking about that scene doesn't do it justice. Nope. 
No, I would say watch it for yourself, but it, it was tough. You know what they say? What do they say? Si se puedes. Si se puedes. Uh, also, I understood a lot of the Spanish. They really don't go too hardcore in this movie. I just thought I, something I'd bring up. Like, it was like class one Spanish. The best part of this movie is just like, just this, anytime they spoke, someone said no problemo. And the caption said, speaks <laughs> in Spanish. And it was like, that's, it was one letter. We had an A letter. <laughs> and it's, it's not even one that's, it's in the English language also. Yeah, it's it's how people make fun of Spanish. They add the O at the end of stuff. It was literally that. But yeah, so Chewie's talking to Daisy here that he once got out of detention by picking up an extracurricular activity, and this piques Daisy's interest here. Um, After that, Esmeralda then talks to Principal Zavala to try and get Miss Bartlett to teach the dance team because uh, while snooping... through some resumes because she's a goody two-shoes who works in the um, office at the school. She learns that Miss Bartlett went to Juilliard on a dance scholarship. And Zavala's like, uh, I'll talk to Miss Bartlett about it, I guess. Yeah. And when they, yeah. Yeah. Esmeralda's like, Esmeralda's like the, the nerd, the nerdy, like, dance-loving uh, dancer. Yolanda is um the dan- uh loves to dance and um what's her characteristic? Oh right, uh she's fat. That's all you get. At, that's you got you, get, you gonna, got this. <laughs> you got the scene with the nutty cups at the beginning. That's all they care to push about her. You know, at least they just like. Else. At least they instead just forget about her in the sec like the uh, three quarters of the movie. <laughs> I don't know if that's better or worse. It's better than exploring the idea deeper because you knew they weren't going to do it well. Right. But yeah, like the she's that's it. That's that's her. What's uh one of one of the dancers is Asian and it's funny cuz she doesn't know English is pretty solid in Spanish but is going to talk um as if she doesn't know how to talk the whole time. <laughs> Uh, and then we have the one other person. Uh, oh, we also have Daisy. Daisy is the main dancer who um, is rebellious, but really good at dancing. The movie wouldn't show you that. You can't really tell that she's good. Um, just uh, And then the other person is um, her characteristic is she has two parents. Great parents, actually. Two very attentive parents. Put some respect on their names. Uh, but that's it. She is only <laughs> there for the fact that she has parents. And she's not the only one that has parents, but she's the only one that has parents who are going to really ever have to listen to them talk. Yeah, I don't even know if we get the uh, divorced parents or dead parents trope in this movie, but we do get... That's But we only get one pair of parents in this one. Everybody else just we does get two. Um, oh, we get two. Esmeralda has parents. Oh, yes, but they don't show up after the first scene. They have, like, one later scene, but it's just, like, an extension off of the other person's <laughs> parent scene. And I don't know. I don't know parent girl's name. Uh, no. I no. No. Uh, but, yeah, so Zavala, after that, goes to talk to Miss Bartlett about teaching the dance team. 
Um, but Ms. Bartlett says dancing is a thing of her past, and she will think about it, though. And then after that, she uh, gets guilt-tripped into it by Esmeralda, because Esmeralda's like, hey, if I teach you how to be a just like a normal teacher, will you teach the dance team? And she agrees. A deal that will never be shown again. Uh, no. No, they, I don't I don't think I guess I do have a conversation, but they don't like it focuses a daisy after this scene. Like, yeah, any other character is worthless to the writers. Uh, and this is, of course, when Jay, they, Jay-Z, when Jay-Z joins the dance team. Um, <laughs> he is very out of place there, but, you know, <laughs> doesn't really artist. fit doesn't really fit the ninth grade dance team mold. But, you know, we we will roll with it. <laughs> um. Daisy joins the team to get out of the tension, but Zavala's like, if you mess up, it's straight back there. Uh, after that, we go to dance team auditions. They begin. Um, the also, they're confused. Oh, well. No, you can. You like, you like entered a tunnel. This <laughs> like a, a quick um, um, The weird part of this all is like, we're like 20 minutes into the movie. Not mm-hmm. even. Maybe like 15. <laughs> but like, that's where we are in this movie. And it's just like, and you're like, what is gonna happen? And you're then it's throwing- like, so much. So much is gonna happen. But also not really anything. Nothing. <laughs> and it's gonna be we- so fast and slow. We are gonna throw 800 things at you. And we will only care about one of them after this point. <laughs> Um, so after that, we go to the dance team auditions. Uh, they begin with Miss Bartlett being pretty tough on everybody. Um, my thing about this beginning of the whole, like, there's a big group of girls when the dance audition starts, but Miss Bartlett is like, okay, fine. It's like, if you want to be on this team, you got to, like, scrub your shoes. You got to do this. And my favorite part about it is these girls immediately, it's like, they are told to do one thing. It's like, okay, we need you to wear like these shoes. And the girls are like, like two girls are like, I'm not doing that. They were just yeah. looking for a reason to leave. And yeah, really. no, everybody's just like, yeah, they have like a certain, they end up with like, I don't know, however many, at least five people on the dance team. You, you only ever hear about the five. Yeah, that's only what matters. Five, five are the only one that speaks. But it seems like there's like probably 10. When they and, need them. And then, like, the rest of the time, like, yeah, they're inconsequential. But, like, you start out with, like, 20 people at the dance practice. And every little caveat sends them away. And then they're left standing there in the gym. And then who would come in with the basketball team but... A real hooper in Mr. Zavala. Mr. Zavala. Uh, yeah. They are interrupted by the basketball team, as all dance teams are. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Um, my thing is like they they attempt to split up the court here, but they they don't split up the court where like the basketball team can play half court. They split it long ways. Yeah, which is not how a basketball court works. Right, like, if you just, like, shifted, like, 
the entire, instead of taking up all the bleachers, the dance team took up half of the bleachers and pushed them all to one side. And they had that whole strip, and then you had the basketball team half court. Then you don't have that problem. But they're like, oh, we'll split up the court. And no one moves. Like, there's no, <laughs> no, no nothing happens. They get closer together, and then the, the, bas- the basketball hits the thing. Yeah, the basketball team just, like, plays around them. Uh, but, yeah, they have to finish up their auditions in the auto shop at the school. Uh, where every- Why does every, every school on, in, like, movies and TV shows have auto shops? I, I really don't know. Um, is this thing? Is this like a real? Because it didn't happen to me. Didn't happen to me either. We barely had a wood shop. There was there. We had a wood shop, and I I to be there was a random car in the wood shop, <laughs> and for all four years that I went there, you know. <laughs> uh, but like, it was not an auto shop. Um, yeah, that. That car doesn't make sense to me now that I think about it. <laughs> I don't even know if there were gar- I think there were garage doors. But yeah, like, what auto shop? I don't know. I'm like, who's donating their cars to high schools or to for like students to work on? What high school is even like, yeah, like if they're not getting donations, what high school is buying cars? Not this school. Fix up. And like, like it's a high school running a side hustle as a, <laughs> as a, <laughs> A car flipping business. Not I mean, real. I mean, you gotta raise money for uh, your dance team's bus somehow. Oh man! But anyway, <laughs> um, everybody makes the team because there's not many of them left. Most of them uh, are pretty doo doo at what they do, but uh, Miss Bartlett accepts them because she's the teacher. And then um, we go to the first practice where Miss Bartlett makes them run laps which they hate, and then the team dissolves into chaos where they try to come up with a dance routine after Miss Bartlett's like, go run some laps. They're like, no, we want to dance. And then they fight. Yeah, this is all, like, this is the worst part. Like, (laughs) where you have to watch each person, like, individually, like, create these, like, choreographies that seem like those actresses made themselves come up on the spot right now you need to do it right now right and daisy will do the same dance for the rest of the time anytime she is told to dance individually yeah they mostly all will do the daisy dance (laughs) the daisy dance can we learn the daisy dance (laughs) it's the it's the daisy duck dance from mickey mouse clubhouse Oh my god. Um, I'm trying to think. I know the goofy one because the goofy one's the uh the arms that flop around. Um one of them goes like one does the Charlie Brown thing with the one foot in the hop, right? Right. This isn't making does this make any sense? No, you're there, you're there. <laughs> this is plain. There's other people Pluto's on the ground being a dog, you know. Um yeah, Pluto. cannot remember what anybody else is doing. Uh well, why don't you just make them up on the spot? Just you know. I feel like Donald's probably doing like a quack thing, like he's going like back and forth, like Donald's head, going back and forth, like like the head forward, like you know, like a yeah. hmm kind of thing. Uh, Minnie's there; she's probably doing something all cutesy, you know. I'm not calling a mouse cute. I'm calling it like you know, you know what I'm talking about. Adjectives. Um, Some mice can be cute. Minnie Mouse is kind of cute. 
Yeah. So you can, like, just, you know, in like, nor- <laughs> an adorable way, yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> I don't know what Daisy's doing. She's probably doing a duck thing as well. She's doing a duck thing as well, probably. Okay, here it is. Um, so Donald's, like, kicking his arm out and one arm down. And then Mickey's doing this, like, jive. Uh, Daisy is swaying back and forth with her hands kind of flat. Okay. And then, uh, me and the Minnie Mouse is like this. She's making a sign language E on both hands and okay. swaying them, uh, kind of making like a big U. Okay. In front of her. And Goofy's absolutely doing what you said. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> And then Mickey Mouse is just—he's just being classic Mickey Mouse. He's Mickey Mouse, you know. He's yeah, Mickey Mouse, our Lord and Savior. Well, <laughs> I have to say that we're it's, learning it's... A, we're learning some weird things about you and my. <laughs> it's in our contract for this podcast. That is true. We have signed a contract for our Lord and Savior, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> anyway, and his smoking wife. But anyways, are they married? You know. Or are they still doing the will they won't they thing? Like, I'm sick of it. Come on, guys. Uh, but don't they have kids in um uh, they, yeah, they got uh <laughs> Are you about to name the the DuckTales was... kids? Yeah, yeah, Dewey, Louie, and uh Dewey, Dewey and Louie. Yeah. Um no, the ducks are not the mice. <laughs> Children. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Miss Bartlett didn't teach me biology very well. Biology is about human body. These are mice and ducks. <laughs> biology does that thing, though. They, you got to do the. It's like a Punnett square. Right, with humans, not ducks and mice. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing like, a key component. <laughs> ducks and mice. Uh, no, Mickey Mouse has a kid in. Uh, but Mickey is it with Minnie? Like in the Christmas Mickey Mouse movies, you know, is is it with Minnie or is it one of these things where it's like with the Kermit's got Kermit's got a kid, but he's like screwing around with that other pig in the uh, Office remake of that's. Muppets. Please never bring up that awful. Love Muppet it so much. <laughs> no, you just have bad taste in things. Okay, fine, I'll admit it. Yeah, and you're saying, okay, <laughs> fine, like, I'm not entirely right here. <laughs> anyway, back to what we're here to talk about. Oh, God. Um, we're an hour into this podcast. Okay, then we got to keep going. Um, team dissolves in the chaos, trying to figure out a dance routine. Um, then the team is told that they don't have uniforms, but they do have old pom-poms. So, like, they notice the state that their team is in, really, and how much the school cares about them. Um, so they head off to their first competition. As they arrive, they immediately see that they are not up to the standards of the other teams. Everybody else has got uniforms, and they're all in sync. Um, they're doing well. Uh, they're especially worried after the first performance because they the other team kills it. Um, before the performance, Miss Bartlett is thanked by, you guessed it, Alyssa's parents. Uh, that's their one job in this oh, movie. Oh, Alyssa, that's her name. Yeah, that I knew this character's name before, like, some other important characters, because they're like, we're Alyssa's parents. And I went, you're not, 
uh, it's like we don't care about Alyssa any other time, but when the parents are here, that's when it matters. Right. Just you know, I was like, I don't know the character's name, but you secretly knew it the whole time. <laughs> uh but yeah, the parents are like, Thank you for doing this. Alyssa loves it and it'll also help her for college and stuff like that. Boring, you know. Um to add to all of this worriness before the performance, uh Esmeralda is feeling sick because she's nervous. She performs though, however, the entire performance is a mess. Miss Bartlett is disappointed and Daisy quits after. There's like a few things here with like one like Esmeralda's like the one obsessed and lo- who loves dancing and is also just like just puking because she has to go dance in front of people. That's no, I get it. Thing. I get it. I mean she she had a mural in her bedroom. You would think she's, you know, danced in front of a crowd once at least. Nah. No. Straight up barfing. No like ballet. Um and this feels entirely on Mrs. Bartlett. Yeah, the thing about especially the first half of the movie is all the characters suck. Yeah. <laughs> like I like you wanna like Miss Bartlett. She sucks at the audition. She's like so annoyed. She's annoying. Oh, okay. She's Sorry. annoying. At, she's annoying at the audition. She's annoying at the first. Um, at like the only we only see one practice before this, and they go. But our first competition's in two and a half weeks, and then the next scene is that competition. <laughs> like it seems entirely on her, and she's gonna have this whole problem with like. Oh, I don't, you know, no one, they don't respect me. I'm not getting respect. And it's like, you don't do, you haven't done anything. You made him run laps that one time and then we called it a day. Right. You didn't, you, you like barely taught them like a dance. <laughs> and they got terrible costumes. They're like doing their first performance in gym clothes. And like, you suck. <laughs> That's, there's no two ways about it. You suck. But like Daisy also sucks too. Like I know like that's the she's supposed to be like redeemed and everything, but she yeah. sucks it right now. Esmeralda's fine. Yolanda's kind of thrown into the back by this point, so it's like that's the wildest part of this movie. Is <laughs> like because I I like, I knew she was in a decom. I and then once I saw that it was this decom coming up, I was like, oh, okay, cool. It's like. America Ferrera decom. It <laughs> no. is not. No. It is the, a decom featuring. Like a real, a real feature actress in this decom in like maybe her first role. <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, but like, what if we don't talk about her? But make it seem like we were going to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she wins an Emmy six years later. Like, so basically, <laughs> so basically, she has to thank this movie. I don't think anyone should thank this movie for anything. We shouldn't either. Right. We do have to thank our Lord and Savior, Mickey Mouse. Um, other than that, yeah. This movie. Enough with the mice. What's the next scene? Is our next scene the, the dancing <laughs> alone in the 
basically um in that Esmer- scene let's just go from there okay. it, well it's, it's it's there like esmeralda's like uh miss bartlett you seem like you hate coaching like you seem like you hate us and miss bartlett's like what and then we go to the next scene <laughs> um the next day daisy goes with chewy to pick up something at school but instead sees miss bartlett dancing in the gym and this only makes daisy angrier because apparently miss bartlett has not danced in front of these kids once which is like, yeah. She's just Daisy gonna... has a point to be angry. Well, yeah, yeah, yes and no, but it's just like, it's such a weird thing to be angry about. Right? Like, yeah. what, what's the secret she's hiding? Like, that she does dance? Yeah, that's the implication. <laughs> if she's a dance teacher, she knows how to dance. I wouldn't go that far, but it's like, they know that she went to Juilliard. Like, that was a thing. Right. Right. For dance, like yeah, like the fact that she dances shouldn't be a secret. And also, like you're not gonna absorb the dance moves she does, like via like osmosis here. Right, like they also have like two and a half weeks of of practice. Like when is she gonna dance for them? Yeah, it's like you show her like a move here and a move there. You don't right do a whole routine, but right. <laughs> You've also watched her dance while she's choreographed everything. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So that happens. And then the we weird goes... part is she's dancing alone in the middle of a gym in the afternoon on a Saturday. Uh, yeah. How'd she get into the gym? School. Also, the lights aren't on in the gym. She's got like a singular light on her. And then she like cries on the floor after dancing. It's really weird. Weird. Uh, we go to school on Monday and Miss Bartlett tries to get Daisy to rejoin the team. Uh, here, Daisy brings up the fact that she saw her dancing, but Miss Bartlett is like, everybody deserves a second chance, and Daisy's like, eh, whatever. Uh, we then go to the next practice, where Miss Bartlett actually starts to be a real teacher, and really teaches the students, and dances in front of them, and Daisy rejoins the team at this point. Yeah, it's just like another part of, like, every time Outside of, like, the competitions where they're dancing good. Like, that last competition, hard to watch. But, like, that's the point with that That's the point, yeah. But every time anyone, like, starts randomly dancing individually, you're like, I, please, hurry up. (laughs) I hate this. I don't want to be here. The dancing's never done in a situation. Like, even this, like, she's not teaching them either at this scene. It goes... She's like, okay, we're going to do this, this, and then just completely ignores them and does, like, her own routine. And then everybody's like, great job, great job, great job. And that's the end of it. And they start practicing really well after that. Yeah. Also, there was a really weird close-up of the girl's hips, and I didn't like that. I felt like they could have taken that out. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking Yeah. Yeah, because they're like, oh, you got to move your neck your arms like they were like isolating body parts and then they went like the hips and then like they zoomed in you're like back up please i think yeah i think there were a few like there were a few shots that were just kind of like i don't that (laughs) we were doing weird shots that was the only one that jumped out of me as like uh i stop uh yeah yeah um let's see miss bart the team starts to practice really well However, uh, Miss Bartlett doesn't think they're ready to compete because they've practiced for like maybe two weeks. 
Uh, so the team hatches a plan. They play music over the PA system and dance for. They do like that like lunch performance where like they interrupt everybody kind of thing like outside. Oh yeah, this sucks. Uh yeah, but everybody loves it. And uh, but except, except Miss like Bartlett. Her. Yeah. Because they still don't respect her apparently. Yeah, she's That's... back to that thing of like I'm not being respected. And it's yeah. like, like I don't even they just want to dance a dance competition. Like the confusing part is she's like you're not ready to dance at this next dance competition. Which would make sense. If the last scene didn't happen where they were just atrociously bad at a dance competition. Yeah, like, that was completely preventable. Like, you could have... Right, like, they can't be worse. Yeah. (laughs) They had to have improved in the past week or so. It's probably multiple weeks. Because, like, they never tell you how much time passes outside of um, the first practice to the first competition. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, like they just like it could be so many hours in time, so many days. Who knows, man? Um. So after that happens, uh, Miss Bartlett's really angry at the team, as Miss Bartlett like storms away from the group because she's angry at them for not respecting her. Uh, the girls are finally given the old cheerleading uniforms that Miss Bartlett was talking about the entire time. Uh, and then they do some alterations as so basically they can talk. And their plan here is to go to the competition without Miss Bartlett knowing. Classic. Classic little prank. It's not a prank. Classic little mess around. All right. Um, <laughs> they get driven by Chewie and his friends to the thing, the competition, and um, that goes. Oh, they they go up to the the person, a person outside, and she's like, "Oh, you know, where have you guys been? You're late." And they're like, "Oh, or um." We got lost, and she's like, "Oh well, your coach needs to sign in." And they go, "Oh well, our coach told me to sign in." And she's like, "Oh great, great." <laughs> but I wanted to talk about this actress who plays dance competition official because it's Joe Taylor. I believe she's the nurse in Sky High. Uh, she's also she might not be. She's in Sky High. I thought <laughs> it was the nurse. Hopefully she follows the rules better than she did in this movie. She's also like uh like a big she was like in Second City which is like the Chicago improv group with like Steve Carell and like those guys back in the day. She's on Mr. Show which is the Bob Odenkirk sketch comedy show and she's also in SpongeBob as Karen, the computer wife no, I know. Like the like the improv stuff is like I guess on a technical level more important and more prestigious. But Karen, Karen for her computer, yeah. What a queen! A queen. Uh, but yeah. So at this performance, the team's like better. They do really well. They do pretty well. I'm not gonna say really well yet. They they're much more prepared here. Chewie plays them the music. 
Um, but the important thing here is that after the performance, Daisy is offered a spot at a performing high school uh, by one of the judges, and she'll think about it. And also the team gets third place here. Uh, but the problem is that when they arrive back at the school, you guessed it, Alyssa's parents are there angry at them about lying, going with Miss Bartlett. They were worried for Alyssa, of course. And then uh, Esmeralda's parents are also angry at her when she gets home, but they're more, I guess the parents are all understanding. They were just scared. Yeah. Like, the parents, well, yeah, they get, like, angry because they're like, who are these? Like, who drove you? You don't know these people. And it's like, it's Chewie and, you know, and Chewie's friends and, like, Chewy and friends. <laughs> and Chewy and friends. But they're also like, there's a lot going on there because, like, they win third place and they're, like, super excited. But you don't know, also don't know how many teams there were. <laughs> and it looked like there were about five. Yeah. Give or somehow, take. like, no matter how low they place, it's enough to go to the next competition. It's also another, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's confusing. Um, this movie's confusing. Movie's confusing now. Still got a decent amount more to go. Yeah, but Ernie is back. Yep, never seen again after this point. Am I right this time? No. Yeah, I think right. so. I think so. All right, cool. <laughs> he might be in the background at one point. <laughs> Doesn't talk. Silent. Um. So the next day, Daisy goes to Miss Bartlett to have a conversation with her. Miss Bartlett's, of course, angry. But Daisy tells her once again that, Miss Bartlett, you're a terrible teacher. Uh, you don't believe in us, of course. And then here is when Miss Bartlett finally spills the bean, uh, the singular bean, spills the beans about uh, how she only attended Juilliard for two weeks because she felt like a fraud. And that's the reason she's been terrible this entire time. And then she apologizes to Alyssa's parents and says, and then the parents are like, dance team's been great for Alyssa. Go on with your life. Yeah, yeah, like, she goes to, like, Alyssa's parents as, like, a, for, like, a peace offering to, like, beg and plead for her job <laughs> to keep, and then they're like, we'll allow it. Continue on with dancing. Also, like, here's my problem with Miss Bartlett, is, like, she just shouldn't have ever taken this job. Yeah. But... If the first, like, two months of the job, she would be, like, closed off. And refused to actually teach anybody. Well, she didn't have any mental blocks while teaching biology. She just sucked at that. She had mental blocks while dancing and that. She wasn't hired to do that. Right. Also, like, she's not a real biology teacher, right? Like, No, she is a... She is part... She works for dot-com companies, as she calls them. Right. Well, which is somehow what the old people called them back in the day. <laughs> They went on the World Wide Web to work on some websites. Right. And the dot-com bubble and all that nonsense. <laughs> Never was going to be big anyway. And then she has, like, a conversation with, like, is this when she has a conversation with the guy who's like, oh, uh, I can get you an internet job? Uh, that's later in the movie, I think. Yeah, that's later. Okay. Um... So yeah, after after that peace offering thing, uh, Miss Bartlett continues to practice with the team, 
begins to and also at the same time begins to start teach re- teaching really well because apparently I it we're supposed to imply that Esmeralda has yeah, been we get a montage. Her. It's a good montage. It's a solid montage. Six out of ten. Looks like they were playing Survivor in class. I guess. They had tribes. That's as far as this reference is gonna go. <laughs> Works for I'm me. trying to relate to you. Works for me. Um and at the same time, the dance team is also continuing to do really well. I think they place in some competitions and stuff. Um after this, Miss Bartlett talks with Daisy about the offer to the performing arts high school, where Daisy says that she has her doubts mainly because of Chewy and how uh he's not very supportive of this, but Miss Bartlett tells her to think about it. I don't think she breaks down here, does she? No. Later, I don't think, so. yeah, I think that's later. Um, yeah, she's like, Well, how do you know? Chewy doesn't want me to, and it's like her, it's not even Chewy doesn't want her to, like, we're not at that point in the story. <laughs> Chewy's just like, Might not want to have Chewy's like, I want to spend more time with you, right? Chewy dropped out of high school, it, you should not be surprised that he's bored. <laughs> Here's my problem with Chewy. Yeah. His spelling of his name? Thank you. No, his license plate is crooked. <laughs> Whole movie. This license plate is crooked. He's a mechanic too, isn't he? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? He oh, works yeah, for cars. He does, he does work. Yeah, he is a mechanic. His license plate is crooked the whole time. You would think he'd be able to fix it. And he actually works at a rental place. I don't know. One of them. Uh, yeah. Is it a fashion statement? For your card? I don't like it. That's disappointing. Yeah, well. So is this movie. Uh, true. <laughs> um, so I think uh, something happens and the team places second at a competition. I don't want I don't know what happens here. Uh they qualify for regionals. That's what's important here. We're going the regionals, guys. In we San love Diego. Regionals. All right. You've done enough. You've done no, enough. I got I got more coming up. Yeah. Um after bad show I wanna have. Yeah, but it's it made an imprint in my brain and like It made it, an imprint in your brain because you watched all of it four months ago. I watched it during the pandemic. I was down bad, you know. Right. Anyway. Spotify artist of the year. It's shut up. Just I don't want to talk about it. Um, big up. thing here is I was, I was talking. Just like Ethan and Tony almost got into an argument, Daisy gets into an argument here with Chewy about how he spends all his time with her. Or nope, that's not how she spends her time dancing, and that she will suck at the arts high school. So she goes home and calls the school for an application. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, you're not gonna like what comes next. Um, team hits a bump in a road trying to get to regionals because they can't uh raise enough money. I don't know, I've muted him, but uh, we can continue on from here. So they sell marijuana brownies. I'm kidding, that's all I got here. Do you remember that plot line? Yeah, uh, it was anyway. the same thing <laughs> they stole from this movie. Um, God, stop. 
Um, so yeah, that's an issue for the oh, team. Oh, you know what we forgot about? What did we forget? Uh, I mean, we're probably almost there, but I'll say it now. Uh, Yolanda's second storyline. She's also bad at math. Oh. Oh, I had something for that. That's coming. it. That's it. She's bad at math. She's bad at math and gets bullied. She's bad at math, gets bullied, and then um, it's not actually going to interfere with the dance competition because she can just take the test uh, beforehand <laughs> or something. I don't know. No, that's not what happens. It's it's instead of failing math, go count some money and we'll call it even. <laughs> you literally just had to give the girl a calculator. My answer felt uh, like better writing. <laughs> well, that's not what we're here for. I give you the cold hard truth. Um, but that's coming up later. Um, while this whole bus thing is happening, Miss Bartlett and the team come up with a new routine with moves all based off their like culture and stuff. Uh, yeah. It doesn't really come into play later. It's no. just this scene. It's like, yeah, they were like, well, yeah. If this movie actually cared about the dancing, could be a good movie. <laughs> it could have been. Doesn't. No. Later that day, Miss Bartlett is met some uh, met by some dude named Alex who says he had as a dot com job for her. And Miss Bartlett's like, "Well, I've hit my stride while teaching, but it wouldn't check the uh, wouldn't hurt to check it out because it pays more, of course, because teachers are underpaid most of the time." This whole scene could have been a phone call. Yeah, but we had to have Alex um, basically stalk her. I feel can't even begin to try and understand what's going on there. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, th- this is when we learned Yolanda's failing math. Um, I had another Glee thing here, but I'll I'll skip it for you. Um, <laughs> about the rain in Spain, you know. If you know, you know. Um, who's Marisol? Oh, is that Marisol's the she's she's the one that um is also Asian. Yeah. Know, okay. Like her characteristic. Her yes. Yes. Uh. She overhears Miss Bartlett talking about her new job, and the team's like very angry at her. But Miss Bartlett's like, I'm like, doesn't really get the chance to tell her, tell the team that she's not leaving because Daisy's like, Europe. If it was, um, it was not rated G, we would have heard some curse words hurled at her. But luckily, Miss Bartlett's like, guys, I'm not leaving. I didn't accept the job. It's not happening. Yeah. I- just like another random thrown in their storyline and just like <laughs> have we given you enough to try and understand in this movie no we need more conflict we there's no long-term conflict in this movie everything is a five minute segment of conflict. <laughs> this is an episodic movie this is not a real movie but it's no a... linear movement it's just all episodic but it's a true story though don't forget that I I want to know the story. I don't care enough to ever look, but I want to know like what like <laughs> what's the real story? Like, well, once there was like a dance competition, that's the truth. <laughs> like, there's no. This isn't a movie. No one makes a movie off of what happens. <laughs> it's a bad movie. There's only one group of people who make movies like this, and it's decoms. Uh oh, Miss Bartlett's got it. She gets the extra credit for Yolanda to count the no, money at the car wash thing. Uh, they moral of the story is they raise enough money 
for yeah, they the do bus. like a street fair and like a with a car wash with a car wash with like food and and like everything. They've got so many things. It's a festival. It's like a yeah, it's like a street fair. Yeah, and then like they still end up like a hundred fifty dollars short or a hundred just a hundred. Yeah, yeah, and then you know. If you name a character, Chewie is going to come in and save the day. Moral of the story. Yeah. It's bound to happen. Bound to happen. Um, yeah. Because of Chewie, the team reaches their goal. And apparently Yolanda knows how to use a calculator well enough to add up all of the money. Yep. So more prepared than ever, the team arrives at regionals with uh, the performing arts school admissions person watching for uh, Daisy. And this causes Daisy to be more nervous. Miss Bartlett gives Daisy a pep talk about dancing from your heart and stuff like that. Uh, the team performs. Daisy starts off. Oh. Can I ask you a question about this scene? Yeah. They, there's, because this movie is itching for conflict, <laughs> they randomly lose the pom-poms? Didn't notice that. They're like, we can't find the pom-poms. And then I there might be a part <laughs> where they find them, but I legitimately do not think they ever mention finding them. They, okay, I you brought it up. I do remember the line of being like, we lost the pom- we don't have the pom-poms right now. We need to find them. But then we go into the Daisy conflict because that's and more the important whole time to the movie. Behind Daisy and uh Bartlett talking, everyone is just like wandering around looking confused and it's like this is this this guy was a real director for one movie one time (laughs) he made a well he made a movie people liked (laughs) he made a critically acclaimed movie one for three is fine in like baseball right it's got bad at 33 (laughs) percent it just happens like like one was like a double (laughs) <laughs> and then the other two were like triple plays. <laughs> Where he tripped on his way running the first. At least like this one, like he couldn't lose money on really. Yeah. <laughs> this was a, uh, uh, we were going to make this movie anyway and it wasn't going to be good. All right. So why don't you do it? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if they perform a pom poms here. I, I think uh, I blacked they do, out. Yeah. I think they do have the pom poms. Okay. The only good part about this scene is like the the principal of the school and the high school dropout are sitting next to each other at the dance competition. I'm surprised they didn't add another conflict there where like Zavala beats him up and like, you gotta come back to the high school. Zavala's like the only kind of dude who's likable start to finish, right? Yeah, kind of. I you don't see him often. Like, he's fine. Right. Like, like, the, like there's the basketball thing, and he's like, no, you were here first. We'll leave. And she's like, no, you yeah. need the hoops. Like, <laughs> it's like, that's a fair point. Yeah, you need, right. I need basketball hoops to hoop. Like, yeah. the whole time, he's just kind of like, cool, start to finish. <laughs> and, like, the kids make him out that, like, you meet him, and they're like, oh, Zavala was, like, a military guy before. Right. And, like, he's, he's chill, like, the rest of the movie. Yeah, like, one time he yells attention. Uh... <laughs> And then, like, so there's this, like, well, there's this, like, the scene where, um, they're, like, oh, we need to raise money. And he's, like, he's, like, well, I, you know, we don't have the money in the budget to go to San Diego. 
because like the dance team's never been good. We've never <laughs> had this in the budget. We've never been close to regionals before. What yeah. do you think we've done? It's never been good enough for us to <laughs> for us to ever have to use this money, so we don't give it to them. <laughs> uh but yeah. Yeah, so that happens. Uh the team performs. I think Alyssa's parents are there, of course, because they're great parents. Um Daisy starts off really nervous, then she does really well. Uh not only After, starts off nervous, just kind of stands there for 30 seconds. Yeah, she blacks out on stage. And, yeah, it's bad. I don't know how she got into the school after this point. Um, so after the performance, Chewie congratulates Daisy, tells her that um, he's going back to school. Then, oh my god, what even happened? We get a little dance with Miss Bartlett as Zavala takes a picture of the team. And then they throw the pom-poms up. We freeze frame. And we learn that the team got second place and went to nationals. Yeah, that's pretty much almost verbatim what the title card reads. Is the team got the, the Marshall, is it? Whatever they are. Marshall, Marshall High, High School. School got second place at regionals and went on to nationals. You're like kind of like waiting for like the next line of yeah. text to appear, and it's like, oh, they tanked, huh? Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like every, they yeah they don't end the movie with like a trophy presentation or anything. It's just uh, the team seems fine. Chewie's going back to high school. Let's call it a day. Right. And Chewie's like, I'm going back to school, and they're like, uh, okay. <laughs> and they're just like, how old are you? Because you're not yeah. in ninth grade. You couldn't drop out yet if you were in ninth grade. Uh, but yeah, that was... Gotta kick it up, apparently. Uh, a movie that got worse as the podcast went on. Uh, it was it was something. I... Yeah, I partially blame myself. Yeah? Well, I think watching three and a half movies... <laughs> Since seeing this movie, yeah, uh, doesn't help me remember this movie fondly. I don't think you would have remembered it if you didn't watch them, but I don't think it helped either. Well, like, if we if we podcasted last night as planned, mm-hmm. I think you know it would have been in there <laughs> vaguely, but not as vague as it is. So, now. like, like a normal amount, like for a decom, maybe you a remember. little less than a normal amount. But this okay. is, I'm very far removed from this one. Yeah. Back to, like, the original days where I'd watch it on, like, a th- we'd watch it on, like, Thursdays and record it on Sundays. <laughs> Wild times. Wild times. Um, but, like, I don't know, yeah, like, I don't think this is a good movie, right? <laughs> is that okay, a reasonable here, take? I, I didn't like it either. Here's the thing, though. I looked, I looked up a song. Uh, it's the one that plays, like, three times in a row at the end of the movie. Can't ask me this. I, I don't know I don't know what the song is and frankly it doesn't matter. However, the people in the YouTube comments for that song seem to love the movie. Which was weird. That's the confusing part. Like I think I think because it's also like it was on like a top ten it was on like 
I on like Wikipedia it had something about top ten list. I don't remember exactly. But, like there those lists don't be, count. We're the real list. Right, we're the real list. Um like there seems to be positive reception to this movie. And I don't know if that's all nostalgia. I will say it is it is nice, you know, to see a movie that breaks the mo like this is was there one white person in this movie? Yeah, that's what I said at the beginning. I'm like, that's I know awesome. the one white that's actress. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, it's just not good. Yeah, like, the, like if if you want to point out like a good thing about this movie, it's the representation. That's right. that's what is the standout of this movie. Right. They went out. They got a Hispanic director. They made a movie about. Um, a dance team cast it with diversity. Um, all girls, all girls, all girls, and just like it's it's very representational movie. So I think that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But like, like straight up look, like looking at like the quality <laughs> of this, it is not. And I like I I thought it would be better. I don't know if I did. I I think I thought it would like, cause like like I I think we weren't looking forward to watching this movie, and we watched this movie, and we weren't looking forward to podcast about this movie. I just you know like I thought it'd be better. Um, we didn't just we're in the ranking part now. Yeah, but um, I don't know you know. Is it even a well made movie? It's not terribly. Like, I'm trying to think. I think it's a well-made movie that is finely acted with a yeah, bad they, script. Yes. They have a bad story. It's going lower on the list for me. I think so, too. But, like, I'm just saying, I'm like, is it low, though? Or is it, like... Benefit of the doubt, though. I don't know. Okay, here's where I'm. I, here, I'm gonna give me, you my baseline for where I'm starting, at least thinking with this ranking. It's gonna be below 18 for me, which is double team. It's okay. going below 18. So you know it's not better than double. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that. I. Be, I believe that. What was last week's movie? I left get, get a, a lick. Get a clue. Yeah, get a clue. Get a clue. Uh, get a clue. <laughs> you like look at each one of these and you go, was it better than this one? And then you go, I don't think so. And then you go, wait, that movie was bad. Like these movies yeah. are bad. <laughs> I think the lowest point I, I don't want to put it for me is 23, which is the second Halloween Town movie. I think. You're saying is it better than wait, that? Is it better than Halloween? I don't know, man. I don't even know. I don't know. This one's it's tough. Such, it's such a boring movie. That's the problem. I, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And the last one, I think, like, the last one that I, like, actively didn't enjoy was... Um... Maybe Motocross, but, like, really didn't enjoy Genius. I can't believe you didn't like Motocross. I think um, I was. <laughs> I don't know. 
that that was our weirdest one. I think that was like our biggest jump on the list. Yeah, well then, like, because you put it first, and then I turned around and I put Hounded first. Yeah, and I did not enjoy Hounded one bit. Right, I did not enjoy Motocross. <laughs> um, did I? I I feel like I enjoyed watching Halloween Town two more, but is it a better movie? Right. That's the question. That movie is all over the place. This movie was all over the place. This though. movie is all over the place. Uh, I think I know where it's going. I think I know too. All right, you go first. I think I'm going to put it for now. I'm going to put a 25th, which is below Jet Jackson. And above Twas the Night. Okay. It's lower than I thought I was gonna put it, but I feel like I feel like it's really how I feel. <laughs> Alright. I'm putting it um I'm putting it 29 right now, which is below the poof point and above a movie that I never want to give credit to. Halloween Town. <laughs> Halloween Town Hate Club. That's really the bar. Like Halloween Town below their bad movies. Halloween Town below bad movies. Yeah, no, I I I have that thing on my list. Motocross you gotta kick it up. Movies that I that like might that have good things and bad things. <laughs> motocross up good movies. Not including motocross. Ready to run up good movies. Thing is, uh, I enjoyed movies under Gotta Kick It Up. That's the thing. I like. Right. I agree. Well, because, like, <sighs> under wraps, uh, Quince. Quince was fun. I think Subsister from Planet Weird was fun. I just don't think it was good. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Um, Can of Worms. Did I say that one? Probably. But I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so it's like, I don't know, it's confusing. I'm keeping it 25. Do I believe it? Who knows? I'm but that's what it, you're getting. I'm keeping it 29. Okay. So that was gotta kick it up. Was gotta kick it up. Maybe I gotta kick it down my list. I don't know. Maybe you gotta kick it up your list. Uh, that's not happening. Well, it might. It's not. This movie doesn't want to make me bust a move. Do any of them? Uh, that scene in Smart House makes me want to bust a move. Smart House? Um, also, Where they do the, the dance in front of the projector? The other me. What does he do in that he one? He busts a move several times. On the, he does one on the lunch table. He does one at the school dance. Oh, yeah. The the the, the, the luck of the Irish scene. when they say, nah, this land is your land. Oh, okay. That does make me want to bust a movie. This movie. Cadet Kelly, not. when they do their little twirly stuff. Uh, <laughs> that makes me want to salute a goddamn flag. Phantom of the Megaplex for Mickey Rooney sings that song. Okay, that's that's the ultimate <laughs> that's bust the one, that's song. The one. That's the one. <laughs> You can stop. There's no more better than that. Uh, uh, but yeah, that was got to kick it up. Anything else you want to say? No. Um, cool. No. So let me give you the rundown. 
You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get our podcast through our Anchor FM link in the description. Make sure you follow us on whichever podcast site you prefer in order to never miss an episode. And also, make sure you rate us five stars, no matter how you feel about the pod, on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at UnofficialDecom for podcast updates and more. And you can email us at UnofficialDecom at gmail.com if you have any questions you want answered, thoughts, or you just want to hit us up. There are new episodes every Thursday. And next week, join us when we talk about... Tony is not on the screen. Where'd he go? Uh Uh-oh. Here he is. Drum roll, please. That's me. Dude, I was was so promising, but then I was just like, I got to it, and then I just go down too far, and then I just go up, and then you were on me. Thought Um, you might have passed out, to be quite honest. A movie that uh, is potentially more boring than this one. A Reign of Endless Light. Excuse me? No. (laughs) Oh, you know what's wild? What? Um, Oh, no, you know what? I'm wrong. Because July and June are not the same month. That that is very true. We are. I I thought Gotta Kick It Up came out June 26th, but it came out July 26th. No, I checked that when I wrote it down. It's completely different month. I know. We all fall for it. Oh, man. That's devastating. Uh, yeah, we're doing a rain of endless night, a rain of endless light next. You have a guess for what that one's about? Sounds like a gospel movie. Uh, Sounds like something I would watch at like CCD. Oh, uh, close, but it's a it's about um dolphins. I uh, dolphins. Yep. I shouldn't be surprised anymore. It makes sense. I just, I don't think I want to believe it. I think that's the issue. Yes. Dolphins. Well. Hey, after Dolphins, we got a movie about ghosts. Another one? Oh, geez, we haven't had one of those before. Another movie about ghosts? What do you mean? I don't know. It fits fits into the Halloween stuff. Then we got one about football. Then we got one about racing. I thought you said races, and I'm like, not again, not again. <laughs> and then we hear one about uh, the the classic Even Stevens family. Once we stop doing this dolphin episode, we're we're, we're golden. We're happy. We say that we say that every week. It's like once we get through the, I the, think I think the sign language dolphin episode. Once we, we, once set we get life. through the dolphin episode, we are on a good six week run. Well, and then and then the seventh week, despite being seemingly very boring, is a basketball movie. On the seventh week, basketball rose again. I guess that's it. Um. Yeah, I am going to mentally prepare myself for dolphins. Or we all all day, every day. I was going to try to make a dolphin sound, but I knew you would cut it out. I'm sorry. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.